If that if you find that that happens, see, I'm not I'm not here to to cast stones. That's what happens to me pretty much every time I do a tempo run. Okay, so you know if if I if I'm gonna be the one that's throwing the first stone, I better throw it at myself. Episode 691 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip: turning lemons into treadmill lemonade. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you by the folks over at audible.com. And if you're anything like me, uh, reading more books is seems like it's one of those things that's on your to-do list every single year. And no matter how hard you try, although clearly I guess you could make the argument that I'm just not trying hard enough. But if you're like me, no matter how hard you try, you just never quite get enough, uh, make enough time in your day to read books. And, uh, you know, I don't know that, that listening to books on Audible is quite the same thing as reading them. At least for me, I don't know if, it's, if it is quite the same thing. But I'll tell you what, it's a big step in the right direction. Uh, I've been an Audible member now for, gosh, I don't know, a couple, couple of years, I guess. Uh, and, and this year, 2019, I actually upped my subscription. So I get two books a month from the from Audible these days. And uh, let me tell you, it's worth every penny to get some different books, whether it's some running stuff, whether it's just some some novels, some fiction, some some just fun, leisure, quote unquote, reading, uh, something that I definitely don't make time for in my daily life. But you know, when I've got a, a good long run scheduled, like, uh, you know, actually, as this episode goes out, I'm out uh, on the trails doing a, a little SNG uh, 26.2, my own little uh, personal marathon today. And uh, I downloaded a new book, uh, a, a novel, the, the next book in the Gray Man series, which is a series I've been listening to uh, for a while now, and uh, listening to it as, as we go. So uh, keeping myself company with a, with a little audio book today. And if you haven't tried out Audible yet, uh, we've got a, a pretty sweet deal. That's kind of our, our sponsorship agreement is that uh, if, if you want to try out Audible for, for free for 30 days, uh, I get a little kickback for it. And you get a, you get a book to, to keep for free whether you want to stick with Audible or not. So if you haven't checked out, checked it out yet, I would definitely encourage you to do so. Dizruns.com slash Audible is the link that uh, gets me a little bit of credit and uh, gets you a free 30 days and a free a free book to choose from. Um, and if you want a book suggestion, let me know. Uh, shoot me a tweet. Shoot me a, a message. And uh, you know, let me know what, what kind of books you might be into. And uh, I'll let you know if I've read a book along those those lines. And uh, you can you can try it out. Or, or maybe if, if there's one that I've listened to that uh, I don't think is worth it. I'll tell you to avoid this one uh, for sure. There's been a, there's been a few of those, but the cool thing about Audible, you know, if if you do try it out, if you get a book and you don't like it for whatever reason, you can return it. You know, I, I, there's been a couple books that I haven't made it through, and uh, I've just been like, this is not good. Click a link, get the credit back, and get to pick something new. There's even been a book recently that I listened to the whole thing. It was just like, gosh, that really wasn't that good. Why did I why did I waste you know six hours listening to this book? I mean. True story. I was on a on a road trip back from Big Beach Marathon, so I had nothing better to do, but uh, didn't like it. Even though I listened to the whole book, still returned it. No questions asked. Got a new book out of the deal. So uh, I'm a big fan. In case you can't tell, and you can try it out for free. Dizruns.com/slash/audible. And uh, if you are an audiobook listener, let me know what you're listening to. Always looking for new suggestions, new genres, new topics, new new whatever. Uh, always looking for a good suggestion. So let me know. So today. Talking about making a little bit of treadmill lemonade. I, I I would assume that you've probably heard the saying before that you know when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Meaning that when when something crappy happens in your life, you can either you know make it make the situation worse or try to make the best of a less than ideal situation. 
Um, although a good lemonade, that's that's not a bad thing. <laughs> that's that's not making the best of a bad situation. That's that's turning something into something that's really good. But uh, I digress. So uh, I know a lot of folks. I know some folks that I work with. Some of the Diz runners have been struggling this winter. I, you may be in the same boat as well. When the weather has just been less than ideal, you know, when the polar vortex hit, when snow and ice and and all the reasons that legitimate reasons, you know, not not just being lazy or being being a wimp, but legitimately, it's it's too cold too dangerous, too too much of a risk to get outside and get your runs in. Uh, I know some folks that I've been working with have been turned, have had to turn to the treadmill to keep their training going. And you all know where I stand on the treadmill. You know I'm not a fan. You know that uh, I, I would rather not run than run on the treadmill. And I will admit that I'm fortunate in where I live that I don't really ever get into a situation where it's it's a legitimate safety issue to run outside when it's quote unquote cold or when the weather is less than ideal, unless maybe it's a lightning storm. Um, and don't tell Rebecca, but I'll probably run outside anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if, if all of a sudden there's no more podcasts and the Facebook group is quiet, it probably means that I was being stupid and running into lightning and, and uh, got zapped and that, that set me back a little bit, but hopefully we won't get to that situation. So, you know, if you find yourself faced with the dilemma of, do I not run for what could be, weeks or do I suck it up and get on the treadmill? Um, you know, I, I, I get it. I empathize with you that even if you're not the biggest treadmill fan, you might just have to do it. Um, and boy, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm glad I am not in that situation. Now, if you just like running on the treadmill, I guess more power to you. I would, I would, uh, make an argument that you might have a couple of screws loose and we might need to, uh, to do some testing on you and make sure you're okay. But you know, wh- whatever. If you like the treadmill, great. But if you like, if you like a lot of folks that would much rather be outside, much rather be on the trails, on the road, getting some fresh air, maybe some sunshine, maybe a cool breeze, whatever the case might be, than being stuck inside, whether it's at home or in the gym, um, on the treadmill, you're, you're certainly not alone. Um, but when life throws you lemons, when you're forced to get on the treadmill due to life or due to whatever reasons that, that are outside of your control and, and you don't have a choice, there's kind of two choices that, that you can make, or there's two options that you have just kind of trudging through it and pissing and moaning and, and complaining the whole way. And gosh, this sucks. And I really don't want to do it. And why am I on this stupid machine? Um, which is probably how I would handle the situation most times, if I'm honest. Um, or you can look for a way to make a little bit of treadmill lemonade. Now, now what do I mean by that? Well, as, as much as I want to rag on the treadmill, as much as I do rag on the treadmill, there is one area where you can't make the argument that the treadmill is not better than being outside. And that is in, in relation to pace control. Um, there's, there's no question that if you're working on running at a certain pace or understanding what a certain pace feels like, um, it's, it's easier to do that on the treadmill than it is outside because you set the button on the treadmill and assuming that the calibrations are correct, which sometimes that's a big assumption to make, but assuming that the calibrations are correct, if you set it for a 10 minute mile, you're going to run at a 10 minute mile. You're going to run six miles an hour. As long as you want to stay on the treadmill, as long as, as that engine keeps going, that belt keeps turning. That's the pace it's going to be. If you try to do that outside, you might average 10 minutes a mile. But you could have some miles that are 945, some miles that are 1015. You could have some bigger swings than that. You could even run every mile at 10-minute pace, but you might be up and down 
throughout your run. I mean, if you look at my Garmin data, um, I'm getting better at it. Surprisingly, I guess maybe I've, I've been working at it unconsciously, but it's very rare that I run at a steady pace. I'm the king of a little fast, a little slow, a little fast, a little slow. And even if my, like I said, even if my pace per miles, each mile ends up being within a few seconds of each other, it's not like my pace has been steady the whole time. I've been faster, I've been slower, speeding up, slowing down. Um, that's just that's just the nature of running outside, I, th- I think. At least that's my nature of running outside. So if you're going to be on the treadmill, whether it's for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, whatever the case might be, based on, on your location and the weather and things like that, or maybe you're, you're traveling and you're someplace where you're not quite sure if running outside is safe or what the routes are, things like that, so you're stuck on the hotel treadmill, might as well make a little treadmill lemonade. Might as well work on your pacing. And I've got a few areas where some of the Diz runners that we've been we've been focusing on that this winter, um, or some some people I've just talked to online where I've kind of encouraged them, and I'd like to to spread that spread these suggestions out to all of you as well. So we got three, I think, areas or three distinct times. When, you know, depending on, on what you're doing, what you're working towards, you know, you might be able to really get some good work on the treadmill. You might be able to actually use, you know, use it for the tool that it's, you know, the, the best use of it in that it can help you hold a steady pace. So uh, three areas where I think the treadmill can really be a beneficial tool, um, not quite to the point where I would say you should seek out running on the treadmill to work on these areas, um, just because that would be so hypocritical, it'd be ridiculous. But if, if life gives you lemons, here are three ways to make treadmill lemonade. So um, working on even intervals. This is this is a bit more specific to the run-walk athletes among us, the, the run-walk runners out there. But you could, you could also make the argument that this is the same thing as what I just talked about as far as running just a steady pace for like race pace, getting to feel what race pace feels like. But, you know, we, we could, you can take it that way. But I'm going to speak more specifically to the run-walkers among us. And um, maybe you're... You've, put yourself in a situation. Maybe you haven't even recognized it yet, but if you go back and look at the data, you might find that the first few run intervals, like, like whatever your intervals are, we'll, we'll, we'll say, say you're a, a two minute run, one minute walk interval, just for the sake of this illustration. But this, this works no matter what range of intervals you might use. So say you, you, uh, you know, your, your total average pace for most of your, your easy runs, um, whatever distance it is, doesn't matter. Your, your average pace is 12 minute mile using a two minute run, one minute walk segment. Now that, that might not be, that might be great. It might be slow, it might be fast, whatever, but say that that's what your, what your data shows. If you look back at the runs beyond just the total time and you look at your intervals, how even are your run intervals? Meaning are your first few run intervals, maybe, maybe the first five, two minute run intervals that you do for your, for your, you know, however long your hour long run are the first five pretty much the same pace as the last five. Do you tend to run the first two minutes at a nine minute pace and the last two minutes at a nine minute pace, or do you run the first two minutes at an eight thirty pace and the last seven, two minute segments at ten twenty pace? One of my my athletes, who's a run walker, who will go unnamed, but she's nothing wrong with this. This is a natural natural situation. Did something similar to that. She would hammer it on the first several run intervals, but as the run went on, 
her running pace got slower, and she was struggling to maintain running throughout the entire duration. So maybe she started out at a 2-1. I don't think that's what her intervals were, but again, sake of argument. Started out at 2-1, and by the time it got to the end, it was maybe a little bit more like a 1-2. So while she's been stuck on the treadmill this year, one of the things that we've really been focused on, we've been working on it a bit when she's outside too, when the weather cooperates, but when she's on the treadmill, we're especially focused on balancing out those run intervals, getting to where every interval is run at about at, at, on the treadmill at the same pace. So maybe we set it at a 10 minute pace or 12 minute pace. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever works right for you. But we've been working with her on set this pace for the first interval. And it's probably going to feel pretty easy. The middle intervals, it's going to feel all right, but it's going to feel doable. The last few intervals, it's going to be tough, but it's also going to be doable. And so what, what she's seeing is that even though her first few intervals are maybe a bit slower than they used to be, maybe uh, she's, she's not feel like she's working quite as hard on those first two or three or four or five intervals of her, of her runs. A, her overall average pace is getting faster because she's, she's maintaining her running later in the run. And B, she's not sh- flipping the intervals as much as she used to, or at least would occasionally do, by doing a, a, a longer walk or skipping a run interval altogether to walk to catch her breath. She's able to, to maintain that running pace in her later intervals. So if you're, if you're doing, if you're a run walker, whether it's a long interval, short interval, whatever the case might be, and you find yourself stuck on the treadmill for one reason or another, it might be a, a good time to work on getting a, an even pace for your intervals, um, which is one, one of many ways that running intervals can, can help you run faster, run stronger towards the end of a race or end of a long run, slowing down a bit at the beginning, even pace with your intervals throughout is one way that you can use the treadmill to, uh, make a little, uh, treadmill lemonade. Another way is to work on running easy. Now I'm sure <laughs> if I had to guess, most of you that have been listening to the show for a while are kind of sick of hearing me talk about easy running. Um, some of you are drinking the Kool-Aid and, and maybe you're on board, but you know, it's, it's something I've obviously talked about. I believe in it, I believe in the heart rate training aspect of it, but I'm not even going to get laser focused on heart rate training. Just the value of running easy. It's important. There's so many physiological benefits of running easy. Um, that, I mean, I've talked about it ad nauseum. I'll probably continue to talk about it ad nauseum, but Without question, the biggest pushback I get from folks, whether it's people that I'm working with, athletes that have hired me, um, whether it's people in the Facebook group, questions that they ask, whether it's just people randomly on social media that somehow figured out that I'm, I'm a bit of a, of a uh, fan of this easy running bit, they say, but Diz, I tried running easy and it felt so awkward. It actually felt harder than running a little bit faster. So maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe I I don't need to, you know, maybe I can run at a faster pace and it still counts as easy. Yeah. Not so fast, my friend. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. And if you're not, you know, if you're monitoring your heart rate, you can, you can tell pretty quick if that's the case, but I'm here to tell you that as awkward as it feels to slow down, if you do it enough, it doesn't feel awkward anymore. You know, you start to figure it out. I, I felt ridiculously awkward slowing down when I first got into this heart rate training thing. All right. But I, but I was committed. I I was determined that I'm going to try this and and see what happens. The results have clearly spoken for themselves. But not only that, after just a few weeks, 
it started to not feel so awkward. It started to be something that I could, could do pretty easy. You know, it, it actually felt easy. It didn't feel like I had to struggle. I didn't have to, to work hard to, to adjust my form or adjust my stride or things like that. It just, my body figured it out. If you're struggling with slowing down and running easy and you find yourself stuck on the treadmill, set it at an easy pace, whatever that is for you, nine minute, 10 minute, 12 minute, 15 minute pace. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Whatever is going to be easy for you, set it and forget it. Set it and don't bump with it. Don't mess with the pace. No matter how easy, how awkward it feels, how slow you feel like you're going, just keep cruising. If you're stuck on the treadmill for a week, by the end of that week, if you, if you are disciplined enough to not adjust the treadmill, I bet that by the end of that week, you'll be able to run fairly easy without it feeling so awkward. All right. But when we're out, when we're outside and we're working on this again, it's pretty easy to, to try it and uh, it doesn't feel right. Let me just pick up the pace just a little bit till, till you find that easy zone or that, that what feels easy. It may not be easy from according to your heart rate, but at least feels less awkward. All right. And pretty soon when you're into that gray area where it's not easy, but it's not hard, you're not getting much benefit from it. All right. And, and even if you're consciously not trying to do that, that's what happens on the treadmill. You set it for easy and the belt keeps going at that easy pace. And so if you keep finding yourself chest bumping the uh, display panel in front of you, well, you better learn how to slow down. So learning how to run easy is a, is a valuable, can be a valuable asset, a valuable perk. If, if there is a perk to run on the treadmill, that could be one of them. All right. The last example of, of where you can use the, the treadmill as a valuable tool to help with your pace control is with a workout like a tempo run. All right. From where I sit, the tempo run is the worst workout out there. I know I've, I've complained about 400 meters before. Those are tough. Those are probably my second least favorite workout. Uh, but tempo runs have done correctly are just brutal. They're tough. They're hard. And what ends up happening is a lot of times people don't do them correctly. All right. So if you're going to do a tempo run correctly, what you're, what you should do, what, what the goal should be is to aim for a pace that is like just a notch below red line. And by red line, I don't mean full sprint, but kind of that maximum effort that you can sustain. So that the rule of thumb that I've always heard and followed is that tempo pace is your 5k PR pace with about 10 seconds per mile added on. So if you can run, you know, a, a seven minute pace for your, your, your 5k, 710 to 715 would be your ideal tempo goal pace. All right. But then the, the trick is that you're holding that pace for three miles, four miles, five miles, very steady, three, four, five miles of that pace. And the longer you go, just the more it, it builds up and the, the more difficult it becomes. And so what a lot of people do, what I see a lot when I'm looking at, at the information, the data here in the notes from, from my, my athletes is that, you know, started off at one pace. And after the first mile, picked it up a little bit. After the second mile, picked it up a little bit. And for the last mile, picked it up a little bit more. So it's really becomes more of a poor man's progression run than it does a proper tempo pace. Because proper tempo pace may not have been quite as fast as that last mile, but it would have been somewhere, you know, closer to maybe that, that mile three, three point, but maintained for four straight miles instead of starting slow and easing into it. All right. That's not an easy workout. It's not it's painful. It's painful. Um, and if you, if you are trying to do that on your own out on the road, unless you're eagle eyed on your watch, it's pretty easy to, to waver a bit. It's pretty easy to 
maybe run just a little bit slower and be like, oh, shoot, now I got to pick it up. And then you get a little bit too fast. And then you, know, you got to slow back down. All right. If that, if you find that that happens, see, I'm not, I'm not here to, to cast stones. That's what happens to me pretty much every time I do a tempo run. Okay. So, you know, if, if I, if I'm going to be the one that's throwing the first stone, I better throw it at myself. But if you're going to be on the treadmill and it's, and it's a hard workout day, you know, you, you could do some type of intervals. You can, you can do just about any workout on the treadmill, but jacking the, the intervals up for a 400 or 800 meter repeat, checking the speedway up and then way back down. Like, ugh, that's kind of a pain in the ass. If you ask me, obviously I'm biased against the treadmill. So everything on the treadmill is a pain in the ass, but you know, you, you follow where I'm going here. If you set it for tempo pace, again, just like figuring out how to run at the easy pace, set it for tempo pace, lock it in, and then just keep up, keep up. And it might feel hard, but doable at the beginning. It's probably how it should feel. Definitely difficult, but, but doable. But by the time you get to that third mile, fourth mile, maybe if you're pushing it to five miles at tempo, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You're going to want to have to be holding on to the treadmill, but that you're going to get that feeling of what it's like to actually run tempo pace for an entire tempo workout. Not an easy thing to do. All right. But you know, again, if you're going to be on the treadmill and it's going to be a hard workout, you know, maybe, uh, put, put the, uh, the big boy, the big girl panties on and, and get out there and do it, get out there and do it, or at least try it and see what it feels like to actually run a proper tempo workout as opposed to a bit more of a, of a progression style tempo ish workout. So those are three areas where if you're going to find yourself on the treadmill due to weather, due to some other life situation that, that prevents you from getting outside, maybe you got a sick kid, so you got to stay home and you got the treadmill. So you got to, you got to use it today instead of going for your, your run during the day. Um, you know, three ways that you can work on making that treadmill a little bit more like lemonade, focus on running even intervals, focus on just settling into an easy pace and getting comfortable at an easy pace or ramp it up ratchet it up, dial it up to tempo pace and hold on for dear life and see what it feels like to actually do a proper tempo run instead of one where that pace kind of bounces around a little bit because you know, you're human and that's what's, what kind of is what happens for most of us on a tempo run. So, you know, if, if you got to be on the, ten, on, on the treadmill at some point, you know, it's, it, it can be like, like Jeff McBain talked about when, when I had him on the show a, a few weeks ago. Um, it's, it's a tool that you can use. So you might as well use it for what it's best for. And that's controlling your pace, learning what it's like to run at certain paces. Um, you know, if you've, if you got to be on it, I empathize, I don't envy you, but you might as well make it serve you a bit so that you can make some progress towards your goals. And that's where pace control comes in. So that's today's quick tip. If you got to be on the treadmill, make some treadmill lemonade, make it work. And, uh, hopefully you don't have to be on it for very long. At least if you're not, if you're, at least if you're somebody like me, and you don't really care to be on the treadmill anymore than you absolutely have to. So that's it for today. What are your thoughts? What, what do you think? What do you do to survive the treadmill? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram, Dizruns at gmail.com if you want to shoot me an email. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today. Memes, GIFs, links, the whole nine. Dizruns.com slash 691 as we're closing in on 700 episodes. Going to be here before we know it. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 691 is the link to the show notes. You can leave your thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways there as well. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Don't forget, if you want to try out Audible for free, if you haven't done so already, Dizruns.com slash Audible is the link. Get yourself a free book. Um, I think you do have to put your credit card information in, but I can promise you this because I've done it before. Uh, you can cancel 
super easy process. As long as you cancel within 30 days, your credit card will never be charged um, and you still get to keep the book. So check it out, disruns.com slash audible. And until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. Make that lemonade and uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. (laughs) 